yellow submarine, a yellow submarine, a yellow submarine. We all live in a yellow submarine. Hi guys and welcome back to Villa Our Soccer Chats and what are we chatting about today Thomas? Yeah well the season's over for the men's first team. Yeah that's all it guys, it's all over in La Liga for this season. We finished in 14th place in the table with 44 points so you know just uh, a couple of months ago we would have been happy if they told us that wouldn't we? Yeah I mean it was a bit of a stressful time especially around kind of the Christmas period when we were in the bottom three but um we ended up finishing um, seven points clear of Girona, who went down in 18th, and they joined Wesco and Rayo Vallecano going down to Segunda. Yeah, and also only nine points behind Espanyol, who were in seventh, and actually got the last Europa League spot. And when you look at it like that, what's nine points, you know? Yeah, I mean, nine points is three wins, and uh, it's just the amount of games that could have gone so differently this season. You think that how different the season could have been. I know, it just goes to show that when you lose a few games, that perhaps you shouldn't have really lost. We were unlucky in quite a few of those games. That 4-4 draw against Barcelona springs to mind at home. Obviously, their brilliance in the last few minutes got them that draw, but you know, if things had been different in a couple of those games, the, the season would have looked very different for us. Yeah, but I mean, we did end up the season with a two-draw at Hatafe, and it was a credible result, really, because they finished the season in fifth. They were flying high throughout the campaign, and they need to win, really, to have a chance of getting the Champions League football. Yeah, we came from behind twice in that match to draw 2-2 in the end, as Thomas said. Vicente Iborra scored in the first half, and Gerard Moreno in the second half late on. And that took Gerard's total to 13 goals in all competitions across the season. So not a bad total for Gerard. I'm sure he's probably hoping for more. But his first season back at the Yellows, hopefully next year, he can push on and score even more. Yeah, I mean, it was only actually our top scorer, Tucker Okambi, another summer signing who outscored him for us this year. He got 18 goals, which is a really good return. Yeah, exactly. I mean, at the start of the season, perhaps we were hoping for European spots. As in the last 19 seasons, we've played in European competition 15 times. So, of course, that was our aim. But our president always says the main aim is to stay up every year because playing in La Liga is the main objective always. I mean, it's what it's all about, isn't it? And um, yeah, that was the main aim and we got it. So we're just happy with that. Yeah, I mean, we're happy, as I said, at Christmas. Um, it looked like it was a long way off. It looked nearly impossible at times. And um, especially you look at where we were, when Javi Keha came back in, we were 19th and we finished 14th. So he did yeah. a great job. It's been a crazy season. We started the season with Keha. Then Luis Garcia came in and didn't do a bad job. But as the president said, we needed someone to get us out of the relegation zone that knew the players. And Javi was the man for that. And he came up good, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, it did seem a bit of a crazy move at the time. A lot of people were wondering what was going on with um, us bringing back Keha. Actually, we weren't the only people that done it in Europe. Monaco brought back Yardim and Real Madrid even brought back Zinedine Zidane. So it shows that... Maybe, for example, they do think that bringing back your manager can work, and we've shown that it definitely can. Yeah, I mean, Javi did great, and if anyone ever doubted in our president, well, they won't have any more doubts, because that decision obviously proved to be the right one. And there have been so many positives this season. We'll touch on a couple of those now, but especially Santi Cazorla and Samu Chukwete, we've highlighted those two players for today's podcast. A mixture of experience there and an unbelievable comeback and just raw talent with Chukwete, really. 
Yeah, I mean, if you look at Kafoula to start with, he came back to be around, if you're honest. Not too many people expected particularly him to do a lot. He, they thought that he's okay, he's been out for two years at Arsenal, come play a few games, show a bit of talent, but that's it. But he actually became a star player and he played a lot of minutes, over 3,000 minutes a season. I mean, especially against Real Madrid and Barcelona, he put in some absolutely fantastic performances. Um, and his incredible season has earned him a call-up to the Spain squad for the upcoming Euro 2020 qualifiers against the Faroe Islands and Sweden, and so thoroughly deserved. Yeah, I mean, if you think that there were fears that he could lose his leg or he might not even be able to walk again, then how he's going to be in the Spain squad, it just shows you what a great season he's had. I mean, we could talk all day about Santi Cazorla's story. It's just unbelievable. But if you do want to find out more, we have a really great article on our Medium account which is Villarreal CF off the pitch and there's an amazing story on there about Santi so check that out if you want more details but as your fans listening to this podcast we're sure you already know about Santi's unbelievable story I mean as Thomas said nobody expected much of him but he finished the season with 11 assists and 7 goals of his own I mean I think he surprised us all yeah, to be directly involved in 18 goals this season is a great great return for anyone, and especially for someone who's been out for so long. So it was a great season for Santi, and uh, he's out of contract in the summer, but I'm sure that we want him back, and hopefully he can stay next season as well. I mean, it's so strange to say for a 34-year-old player that you can't, see, can't wait to see what the future holds, but with Santi that's very much the case, because as he's just come back to his best, really, I think he's got back to near his best this season. To think that he could be back to his best next season is such an exciting thought. So we can't wait to see Santi playing more and more matches for us and scoring more goals next season. Another player we'd love to have with us next season as well is uh, Samu, who's he's actually likes like Santi has been recognised internationally recently, making his way into the Nigeria squad for the Africa Cup of Nations. And what a season he's had as well. I mean, we can't forget that he started the season with the B team, which is unbelievable. But obviously, they saw his talent and that we needed him in the first team and the, and Harry Kaya had decided to bring him up to the first team. Yeah, I mean, his quick feed, he's caused some of the best defence in the league a number of problems. He caused absolute chaos for Barcelona. Atletico Madrid, he caused problems too as well, and Real Madrid. And uh, he finished the season with eight goals, which for your first season for the senior team really isn't bad at all. Not at all, I mean, and rightly so. He's been named in the provisional Nigeria squad for the Africa Cup of Nations. So we're really pleased for Samu, and we hope he can get time playing for Nigeria because he definitely deserves yeah, and I mean, we spoke about how Sammy started the season for BRB. I mean, I'm sure they wish they could have him now, really, because they ended up finishing third in the their Group 3 and now face Melia in the first round of the promotion playoffs. The first leg's at home this weekend and the second leg is away the following weekend. Yeah, it's a tough leg away in Morocco. It's quite a trip, but um, hopefully the boys can do it. This is the first of three matches, we should say. All matches are over two legs, so if they do want to get promoted to the second division, Segunda, they're going to have to win six games in a row now. So, yeah. or at least get through those ties. Doesn't necessarily mean winning six times, but uh, it's a tough ask. It's a tough ask, but we know these boys are great. They've had a fantastic season, started better than it finished, but they're a great group of players and we're sure that they can do it. Yeah, I mean, they got to the finals of the Sigurd Neve playoffs last year, so hopefully they can go one step further. Yeah, go all the way this time, boys. We're all behind you. And as we mentioned last week, it's tryout season at the moment in the US. And at Villarreal Force, our new official partner academy, the tryouts have kicked off this week. So make sure you get involved and head to Fayetteville, North Carolina, if you're in the area. It's a new academy open for boys and girls. And we really love for you all to sign up because great things are going to be happening there this season. 
And yeah, finally, just to mention, I mean, I don't know if you noticed, but we usually try and put the podcast out on a Monday and we're doing it on a Tuesday today. Yeah, because we're quite tired, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> um, so yesterday we had a match, a staff match at the Estadio de la Ceramica. Obviously, they're taking up the grass now ahead of the new season. So before they took it up, we decided to have a staff game and it was brilliant fun, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, we're both quite achy today, though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Lucy was very, very good. I wasn't so good. But, um... <laughs> no, I don't think that's the case. And obviously we played uh, alongside a lot of our colleagues, one of those being Marcos Senna, who's the ambassador at our club. So to play against such a legend or with him, you were on his team, I was against him. Yeah, Lucy was just there trying to foul him. She's very dirty. <laughs> um, so, you know, it was fantastic to play against Marcos gosh he's such an amazing player and even though he's older now he's still got it he could score whenever he wants oh yeah I mean he could just pick out anyone on the pitch and it was just incredible like I was like I got on the end of a through ball and it's like I'm really sorry Marcos I'm going to let you down here yeah it was an exciting one though we finished 6-6 yeah. and then we went to penalties and we both scored our penalties although my team won in the end yeah Lucy took a penalty well and uh, her team were winning quite late until late on when it, it was a dodgy um, referee decision to make it 6 or so it's probably fair that they won it was probably fair I mean we deserve to win I don't know why that goal was was allowed but um yeah it was great fun so that's why we're getting the podcast to you a day late so we hope you forgive us but thank you for listening as always and just thank you so much for your support this season we really appreciate it here at Villarreal we're very thankful to all our fans all around the world and just because the season's over doesn't mean that's the last you'll hear from us yeah we'll keep in touch throughout the summer guys you know new kits new signings you name it you'll hear it all here first so remember to tune in we'll speak to you soon bye bye Mario el submarino es